0: Hi, welcome to Pot of Mercy. I am your host, Longhair Linda, and today's special guest co-host is...
1: Yanneth, everyone's favourite gobshite.
0: Everyone's favourite gobshite? Mm. I don't know about favourite. Defo a gobshite, though. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, I'm good. good. I'm really good. Well, I'm really glad you're here. Um, surprisingly I thought I'd be dreading this But i have actually been yeah. Looking forward to it To be fair Yeah
1: it's going to be It's going to be fun
0: <laughs> Have you fun. managed to listen To any episodes at uh, all yet?
1: Yes I've listened To the episode That you've done with Nick uh, And oh, okay. I listened He was after- shit wasn't he? Yeah, and he was telling the best bit about the of the Nick is where
0: someone falls up the stairs. That would have been you, yeah. Oh yeah, that would have been me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No wonder you think that's the best bit. Yeah. Okay, um, so you're kind of familiar with how how the show goes. Yeah. yeah. So we, you know that we get started with a rapid fire round. Yeah. So I've got 10 questions that I'm going to ask you, and you've got 45 seconds to answer each one. Do you think you'll manage it in that time? Yeah. You'll do it? Yeah, because... Are confident?
1: I'll just say the first thing that comes to my head. Like I do in life anyway.
0: That's literally you. Okay, cool. Right, let me get my timer together and we'll get going. So, are you ready? Indeed. Okay, and go. Texting or phone calls? Text. Favourite golf clubs to use? Driver. Would you rather live forever and be comfortable or be super wealthy and diet 50?
1: Super wealthy and diet 50.
0: What's the best dish you cook? Salted up chicken. First thing you do when you wake up? Check Twitter. Favorite Marvel superhero. Deadpool. What's the one thing you do that's guaranteed to cheer you up when you feel down? Ring, ring, go. Biggest addiction. Alcohol. Starter or dessert? Starter. Best advice you've ever received.
1: Stay off social media.
0: Mate, you did that in thirty-four seconds. I told you. You had eleven seconds to like to go. See.
1: I that's bad.
0: That's worse. I'm I the
1: best at doing that.
0: You might. You might be. Yeah, I think you you probably got the best time. See, it, I, I, reckon
1: Nick, I reckon Nick will think that he beat me, but.
0: Nick does. He's in the room. He thinks he's putting his arm up like he I'm, did it. I'm not to. My like because I know that
1: <laughs> you know, like everyone's gonna want to listen to me, not you so <laughs> <laughs> my episode,
0: not yours get out of this. Okay, so speaking of um speaking of your episode, so basically talking about mental health and mental wellness, yep. um, seems to be kind of super trendy at the moment. Yep. But it is a trend that I do love kind of being a part of because I think it's so healthy yeah, it's and super important, more. exactly. So for a really long time, mental health has been overlooked like in society, in my opinion. Um, But these conversations seem to be kind of taking place all over the world. And it's like super progressive, which I love. Now, you've mentioned to me before Mm -hmm. um, about caring for your mother, who was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, is that right? Yeah. Okay, so why don't you tell us a little bit more about your mum's diagnosis and how it affects her daily life? So
1: once I found out when I was 11 and the mum was bipolar and I didn't really understand it until I was more like 14, 15 mm-hmm. and it affects her day to day in terms of she can go two, or three days and be really happy, really impulsive um, and not in the world to days where she just wants to stay in bed. So it affects, because she can never predict how she's going to feel the day. Every day's different. Um, So it's hard to get like a routine going.
0: Yeah. So how does like, how's caring for her like impacting you? And what do you kind of make, like do to make sure that your mental health kind of stays?
1: I kind of put mine to one side, which is not necessarily the healthiest thing to do, Mm. for me, it's all about just making sure that things are easy for my mum. When when my mum's having a good day, um, it's easy because then I can go and do whatever I want to do. And stuff like when she's having a bad day, I've constantly got to be at the other end of the phone, whether it's a text message, whether it's a phone call, whether it's that like just to make sure that she's got someone to speak to and someone always there to like talk her through things.
0: Yeah, I think no, it is important though that you. You try to think about yourself as well. Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, my and... mum's my, my mom's very supportive in in the fact of she always tries to not as she says not bother me when I'm when I'm either at work or if I'm out doing something with my mates or anything like that. She yeah. always tries to say she's not bothering me, but I've always said to her, look, if I don't answer the phone when you ring me, if it's important, just. Jack- Drop me a text because we live in a area now where our phones are right in front of our faces all the time. Yeah. So if she texts me and she needs me to needs to speak to me about something, then I'll duck out and I'll go and speak to her and make sure everything's okay.
0: Yeah. Well speaking of support, you mentioned that she tries to support you as well. Yeah. Um do you kind of get any support from other people, like friends, family?
1: We we did we do have because um, it's just me and my mum, uh, I don't have a massive family. Mm. Um there's no real, like, family, there's a few friends who are yeah. uh, about, like, I know he's in the room now, but anytime my mum's ever been ill or been in hospital or anything, Gringo's one of the first people to ring me and check up and make sure I'm all right if I need anything. Yeah. Same with, like, Nick, and quite a lot of people that I've come close with over the last few months are there if I ever needed to talk to. Um, in terms of help-wise from, like, the NHS or anything like mm-hmm. that, The Greater Manchester Mental Health were brilliant, Mm -hmm. um, but they've just recently gone through massive budget cuts. Mm -hmm. um, They've actually had four people resign and two people fired Mm -hmm. in the last couple of months. So my mum's not actually seen anyone from Greater Manchester Mental Health now for six weeks, which is not their fault. um, Not their fault at all. Um, They're always at the other end of the phone, but the the routine of them someone coming to see Zum stopped, which has sort of threw her out a little bit.
0: Yeah, I bet. I mean it's that was gonna be the next thing I was going to go into was support from the NHS because obviously it's when you talk about the staff in certain departments and stuff, obviously they're doing the absolute best they can but mm-hmm. With, with cuts what can you do like if there's not if there's no one there to fill the gap and
1: for, for me the first the frustrating thing with the cuts it's it's not down to like the NHS or the health or like, anything themselves mm. it's down to the higher ups from that yeah. um, and considering that everyone there seems to be a lot more of a massive push in terms of dealing with mental health now why are these cuts happening if it's something that a lot of people um, are pushing and wanting people to speak about more and that was the confusing bit and that's the frustrating bit for me Um, and that's why I get angry as to when my mum's not getting the help that she needs or the help that we both need is the fact that it's people just going, no, 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 yeah, we care, but we're not going to do anything but about not it. not really. Yeah, yeah that, and that's the annoying thing about it.
0: What would you like to see? Like, how, what do you think would help change that? Do you think it needs to be, like, more conversations like this, where people can actually see how it's impacting people and then maybe they'll go and vote for, be, the, you know, better representatives? Or what would you like to see?
1: There's, there's only so much that we can talk about a thing before people have to take notice yeah. um, and I think we're on the right path now right? obviously we're, we're involved in the lovely world of UK battle rap mm-hmm. I think the event that Bagnell did last year, the Battling Demons event which I do know he has announced today that he's doing another one Yeah, I think things like that um, they are getting noticed by more and more bigger sponsors Yeah, th- th- it's going to start a wave of where something has to change just the more people keep banging on the door, the more conversations like this, someone's finally going to have to go, do you know what, this is a massive problem. Yeah. We need to tackle this head on.
0: I agree with you there, because like, it does seem to be the case when everyone gets involved and there's money involved in something, then it, it starts to be... We start to get our way a little bit and get some help with different things. So, hopefully, that'll be the case with, yeah. with mental health. Like I said, great,
1: Greater Manchester mental health have been absolutely phenomenal in, in looking at them. They've been there since like her diagnosis when she was 11, um, and they've always been there. And there's never really been a problem. And, like I said, they're always at the other end of the phone, yeah. And when they can physically get to someone there, they're massively short staffed at the moment. Um, and I don't know why, like I said, through the cuts. And I don't know why this hasn't been tackled head on because I'm saying it from a very selfish point of view in terms of want my mum looked after. Mm. But then if I look at the bigger picture, I'm just one guy with a mum. There's gonna be 1500 possibly, many, many more than that within just Manchester alone in the same situ- situation as I am. Yes. So sometimes it's, it's hard for, for me because I'm angry and I want my mum to get looked after, but then I feel like I'm being selfish. So it's almost like a conflict in myself.
0: Yeah. What advice would you give to people in a similar situation to you? So if they're caring for somebody with a similar diagnosis or the same diagnosis?
1: Advice-wise, I'm not the best carer in the world. There's there's times I get frustrated. Mm. um, You're human though. Yeah, yeah, there is times that it's almost like, oh, come on, like, I, I, I need to do this. I, I need to go back to work. I can't be on the phone, but patience is, it is a virtue in this situation. You've just got to take the rough with this move. Try and keep a level head and don't let your emotions get involved. Like, if, for example, if my mom's having a really bad day, it might be something as little as... I've not done the washing up or I've I've not done But I've put a hat down on the table and it can set her off and then the the conflict of is she having a go at me? Is she is she personally attacking me can because yeah. we are human and we will think that. So when situations like that happen, it's take a step back, take yourself out of the situation. I've had to learn that over the years because as a lot of people who probably listen to this know I'm not the easiest person to deal with um, I have my moments where I don't fly off the handle Um but one thing I've learned over the years is sometimes you go outside take 10-15 minutes clear your head and then try and address it head-on if you stay in an emotional space and an emotional um, situation with this it can blow it up ten times worse so sometimes you and whoever you're caring for, you need five, ten minutes where you pull back and then try and address it again when situation is gone.
0: Cool. Well, I think that's some good advice. So let me ask you this then, Yanis. Okay. I probably know a couple of your answers to this, just knowing you in, you know outside, like you say, in, in battle rap. Um, what do you do that chills you out, that means that you're going to have a good time? What do you go out and do and make sure that you get done?
1: So you, for me, I've got a lot of hobbies outside of battle rap that um, I partake So I've got my golf, which I've just recently started playing again because I took 10 years off from playing golf um, due to personal reasons. Uh, darts, I play darts. I play pool. Um, just going out with my mates, just, um, just taking time out. And like I Like to. said, um, I've started listening to you, uh, a different variants of podcasts, so not just your Sarcasm Cities, your Red Lions, your podiverses, but going out and expanding like my knowledge of other things. That I've got friends who are into rugby um, who I've never, like, never understood rugby or anything like that. Yeah. And I've now started watching James Haskell's uh, House of Rugby because I think James Haskell's quite funny. So I've started watching podcasts like that and then just like music stuff on youtube like you've got your attic freestyles uh from our kid that just seems to be banging out left right and center at the minute i don't actually watch that much power up anymore um unless my like someone i know <laughs> it's, it's it's badly. Badly. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's just expanding i watch a lot of cooking programs i love my cooking
0: i've seen
1: it's so therapeutic
0: it is I love that's oh. what I love about it. But do you find though when you're cooking for yourself versus cooking for other people, you don't get that same satisfaction? Or am I just mad?
1: No, you're just mad then. I could I can I can cook for me and my mum or I'll, I'll I'll go cook for a couple of friends, but I could not do his job. Like one of my very good friends now, he is a chef my trade.
0: Yeah.
1: And like he's been helping me like build up like my skills because I knew how to cook a bit, but he's helped me loads and trying different things and he does like rooms of two hundred and fifty and stuff and I'm just like, nah, I couldn't do that.
0: Okay, no no no. Let me be very clear. I do not mean <laughs> I don't mean like a full on catering situation. Not at all. But I mean even if you're just cooking for one other person, like for me, so I I tend to cook a lot for myself rather than eat out. It's a thing I've been doing over the last few mm. years and I've just got into a good habit of doing that. But like I will make the simplest, quickest stuff for myself because after a day at work, I don't want to just, I don't want to explore exploring about. different dishes yeah. and trying to bake and figure out like I can't be arsed with all that. But if I've got someone coming around or like my mum's visiting or, yeah. you know, something like that, that's when I'm like yes I want to try this dish and that dish See, and it gives me joy
1: I, I don't really ever cook for just myself okay. um, I'm always cooking for me and my mum right. so, but when I do cook for myself it's, it's my opportunity to do stuff that my mum doesn't like. like one of my favourite meats is
0: lamb
1: Okay. so my mum doesn't like lamb so I can only really have that when I'm cooking for just, for you. just me or she fancies I'm not a massive seafood eater um, so she likes a lot of seafood right. and um, fish. So when she's having fish, I can then go and have my lamb dish. But then I will just get, instead of doing the lamb and like minting it myself and stuff like that, I'll just go and buy the pre bought minted lamb so it's Got easier. Yeah. So yeah, I get what you're saying with that. But when I am, um, like, I did my first like dinner party about a month ago and the guys were just like, oh, I just do a curry or something. I'm just like, nah. And I went I full Greek mode, made my own coffers <laughs> and everything. <laughs> no. So I'm going hell for leather with it. So, yeah.
0: Oh, that sounds sick see i used to love doing like i don't even know if i'd really i call them dinner parties but they're not like formal i find yeah. that it sounds kind of formal but i used to love like cooking for mates and like they come around and, and you cook some random shit for people but then when i went vegan i just noticed more and more i was like people don't want to come around anymore because they think i'm just going to give them like aubergines or something mm-hmm. and that's all they're going to eat yeah here's an
1: iceberg lettuce and a bit I of cabbage
0: know, right Oh speaking of literally the other day, so I saw something I'm doing vegan keto at the moment, so it's even worse, right? I'm not just eating plants, I'm also like eating plants that don't have any carbs in. It's it's shit. So anyway, yeah, I've, got, I've got a bit of cardboard in my bag, Do you want know that? Do you know what? It's probably too fucking high in carbs. <laughs> That's the thing. Everything I'm like, that would be all right. No, it's actually not. Anyway, I said that to say that right now I'm looking for dishes like alternative versions. Yeah, yeah, so if I would have had a wrap, I'll try this lettuce wrap, which is what I saw on, on this recipe thing I was on. So I did a mushroom chili that was delicious and I That's put it in. Nice, a, it was really, really good. And it had, I put it in a lettuce wrap. Okay. Here's the thing lettuce wraps are a myth <laughs> because it's lettuce. <laughs> and I don't know what I expected, but I put, I put a spoonful of my mushroom chilli in this romaine lettuce, right? So a big bit of lettuce. I'm thinking, yeah, it'll hold this. <laughs> I folded it once, the thing fell apart. The right? structural
1: integrity of you soup. Know?
0: Literally, and then like I'm trying to eat it, and I literally just ended up with just this mess on my plate. I just got the fork out. I was like, "Fuck this! I can't." You can't. It's so yeah. It's it's garbage. I said all yeah. that to say that this diet at the moment that I'm on is garbage. Do you know what to do?
1: Just come back God. to eat meat.
0: No, I'm not doing that. We're not gonna get into
1: that conversation, yeah. What
0: I will do though is I'm gonna I'm once I've sorted myself out, I'm gonna pack this keto rubbish in.
1: Yeah. Because it's
0: crap. I'm on a I'm on a carb day today though, so uh, we're like, going listeners, we're going to the cinema after to see Bad Boys for Life, and no, I am no. eating a massive fucking bucket of popcorn to myself. And I don't want to see anyone else's hands going anywhere near it. <laughs> I am okay. Mix in the room. Why, so why we're why gonna. We've gotta be yeah. careful. We have to be careful with any. Potential. What's the word? Not pun. Innuendo. Innuendo. Anything that could potentially be. Of course, you fucking knew what I was <laughs> <about>. <laughs> I've anyway. just
1: blocked that. I'm. Just,
0: I'm. I'm. Saying, vegan. Vegan. I was a that I was but a bloke. We ble- can't. How are we gonna share a hot dog? Because like
1: you start a one end. And you one, want, you a were gonna role. just lady in the trumpet. You two are going to share a, a sausage. With a hot dog. Can
0: you pause that? Hey? you two Are Going to share you A sausage that? I, I will not We're I not just... sharing A sausage in this, Spanish, uh, Listen I don't Like where this Is going <laughs> I want Nick To get out Of my podcast I'm highly Uncomfortable Don't worry I'll let it In out Right I'll <laughs> continue So <laughs> Thank you uh, Gringo's jumping In now well. Gringo's, Gringo's in Everyone's in Everyone's eating Hot dogs Except for me Thank god I'm vegan um, So guys. Can I lift this Hot off your fingers You <laughs> <laughs> Okay oh, <cool. laughs> <laughs> 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 I'll take one now
1: Ted Bundy. Literally Ted
0: Bundy over here, right? <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> right, so okay, first of all, thank you so much Jan for actually being so honest and, no and forthright with what you've been going through. I really hope that um, you know your mum can start getting help again yeah. and I hope that it all works out well for you and I hope that you take a little bit more time out for yourself and God, that that's you're able to, the same bad boys. that's why we're saying bad boys yeah um, and I'm going to try and be nicer to you when I see you now because um, it's prob- because I don't want to be rude to you after you've had a shit day
1: no but the thing, the thing is this, this is the thing with is what like for me anything that goes on in my private life is my private life um, okay. and I don't want people treating me differently because of this and this is not the intention of this um, at all this is for anybody that's in my same situation to say that like a lot of people probably that listen to this won't know that side of me. Yeah. Um, and I, like last thing I would want is anyone treating me differently. I'd rather you just give me more shit because that's. Do, a, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, with that being <laughs> said, I'm very happy you said that because that was literally my way of getting you to tell me that it's okay to be an asshole to you because then I won't feel bad.
1: I'm friends with Gringo, so... Well, friends is a strong word.
0: I don't think Gringo's your mate.
1: No. No. I call him my friend, (laughs) but I'm not his friend. I don't think
0: you're his friend. No. (laughs) I think Gringo's beautiful okay thanks nick <laughs> appreciate you um so Yana, you know, let's move on to our final segment of the show this is called mahakama and it's swahili for court well actually high court but you know um so this is the section or the segment of the podcast that allows me to judge people things situations so i'm trying to be less judgmental in my life you,
1: you've been judging me since first day man.
0: i know i'm trying though is my point i'm trying to be better so i figured if i have a place once every two weeks where I judge stuff, then I'll be less judgmental. Oh, I, know in my life. This, I know
1: where this is going,
0: maybe. <laughs> okay, so this week or this episode, I was thinking, um, why well, I read something on the HollywoodUnlocked.com website, okay. about Fortnite. Never played it, so you never played it. No. Oh, I You're have, not, yeah, I'm, I'm so bad it. at it, I'm really bad at it. Um, okay.
1: Grigno kicked me out at FIFA all day yesterday.
0: See, I'm not a huge fan of... I've got FIFA, I'm not a huge fan of FIFA. I prefer Pro Evolution. I want to
1: see Linda versus Gringo throw down now on FIFA. All okay. right. Or Pro... I'll, I'll, do, you I'll do Pro. Oh, yeah, we've got... I'll do, we'll I see haven't that played in, no in maybe
0: a year, but I, I'll, we'll I'll see do it. we that
1: before we go to cinema. Since
0: oh, this is morning. this is morning. <laughs> 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 right, anyway. So this article on the uh, HollywoodUnlock.com is about Fortnite. And it's um, basically Fortnite, one of the world's most popular games, will now be an official high school and college sport. What? All thanks to an LA-based startup called Play VS. Now, so apparently Play VS, it's a software company that provides leads, scheduling and infrastru- infrastructure. Wait, what?
1: Sorry. There's all this stuff for gaming now?
0: Mate, did you not hear about the tournament where the winner got $3 million? Oh,
1: what? I'm yo, buy like me a 14 Nick, buy me a PlayStation 4, please. Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> You're paying back with the winnings? Yeah, of course.
1: It's a business <laughs> so, investment.
0: So this Play yes, they've teamed up with Epic Games, who own Fortnite, right? And they're going to bring, like, a competitive league that you can play at the, like, collegiate and high school level. Right? So basically, if you're at school or you're at college, you can actually choose this as a sport.
1: This this is why we're in a generation of snowflakes, (laughs) because when I was in school, I didn't even get to pick my own options. My dad made me pick my options. My dad picked my options for me, and now kids can go to school and play video games.
0: games. Well, this is where I'm coming to. So, basically, tech companies, they're, like, really leaning into, like, profiting from what we as a society are clearly into. Like, we're addicted to this stuff. So, tech companies are like, all right, we'll just keep giving you more of it, right? Um, But... I, there is also the argument that they are creating jobs, opportunities, building on skill sets that could be useful in this like new world that we're living in. How is
1: being a nerd that sits at home playing a stupid video game all day... Gonna make like what? Where where does that transition into? But what about
0: that 14-year-old that won three million in that tournament? It's finally good
1: now. Yeah, they're good now. But what like you you just said there with skills that can be taken into real life? How does winning a game of Fortnite transition into a real life skill? Three
0: million is real life
1: i'm used no you're not going to no no but I'm, three million three
0: million dollars is, is real life
1: right money. i'm useless useless at manual labor yeah? okay. completely useless i at believe it. you i really really <laughs> wish when i was younger every time my dad forced me to go to work with him that i picked up more more skills their life skills when i was oh, at home playing right left auto, all i learned was how to run prostitutes over and do bank jobs
0: but what about first of all that can be real life that's real life for some people secondly what about automation we're living in a world now where where machines can do that for us and they can do it quicker than us and get more achieved than we can as people so if you did pick up those skills not to say those skills aren't useful I'm not trying to say anything about anyone that has those congrats I don't I envy you but if a shout machine can do Smith. it, shout out Will Smith. He, he, predicted,
1: he predicted that iRobot's going to happen. Oh, I'm going to get taken over by robots. Oh, okay.
0: I didn't get that reference, but I just wanted to shout out Will Smith. Um, but my point <laughs> is, <laughs> my point is though, if a machine can do way more in way less time, more efficiently, then don't we need to have different skills that can help us? So if somebody is really, really good at Fortnite, for example, and I'm playing Devil's Advocate yeah, 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 yeah. here, not that he needs any more advocates. But couldn't you make the argument that a kid like that who's really clearly very skilled with <laughs> with his thumbs, that he might, he might actually be more useful than somebody who can do something slower than a machine in the future?
1: He, the only way that kid would be more useful is if you just took the three million that you won, Put 1.5 million into his family and the other 1.5 million into charities. That would have been useful. I
0: don't know if he did that. What if he did that?
1: If he did that, then fair play to the kid. All
0: right, so let's get back to the Mahakama then. We've got to give mercy or no mercy to the tech company. Remember, they're called Play VS. So mercy (laughs) or no mercy for Play VS encouraging high schoolers and college kids to play even more video games than they already do for leisure. What are you saying?
1: Oh, that's, That's conflicting, that, because... The they're, they're, they're 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 doing it for a reason yeah because they will be getting a kickback or money or whatever from Fortnite for being involved with this so mercy to them for going and getting their money and doing what they've got to do to survive no mercy for the fact that basically like the kids these days are too invested in video games and stuff like that like when I was eight years old I was not sat watching some stupid little character run my screen I was outside eating mud yeah, playing football. I don't know if
0: that's a good advert that we should be telling kids instead of watching other no, people play, it,
1: it, they should be Everybody's living in a virtual reality now. There's no concept of the but, real world but, anymore.
0: But if that's what we're in, right, <laughs> my point is this, we're already there. There's no going back. We're in a virtual the reality.
1: God hits the reset. Boom. Boom, rapture, Fair gone.
0: We're on a podcast on the internet. We're there, right? (laughs) Virtual reality is here. So what I'm saying is, do we carry on leaning into it, like mercy for them leaning into it, or no mercy because ultimately you don't think there's anything positive that can come out of it? That's the question.
1: I'm stood on the no mercy side because um, of where... Because, obviously, I'm, I'm a different generation to that, and there's other people that will be different generations from me that said that we got it easy and it's the, it's the old chestnut of, oh, back in my day, we didn't have this, we didn't have that. And that's going to continue until I see something positive for the world yeah. to come out of it. Yeah. Not positive for the kid who won three million, fair play to go live your life. But until something positive of the world Comes out of it, and yep. I'm I'm no mercy for
0: it. So you're no mercy. No mercy. All right. Well, I'm gonna say mercy, and the reason behind that is, and it's funny that you were talking about back in my day because I'm actually a little bit older than you, so nah. you'd think I don't look it because you know. Yeah, but
1: then again, I look fifty.
0: <laughs> but no, why you got to tell? Why you just snatch the compliment away from me? You could have just said nothing. <laughs> you could have just theory. let me that sit here bad. and feel young, but no, I look fifty anyway, so it's fine what that you look forty-five. Me? It's rude. No, you look at least 22. Thanks. Much appreciated. You won back. Okay. <laughs> so, no, no. The reason I'm giving mercy is because, like I said, with the whole virtual reality thing, we're headed in that direction. The train is going. There's no stopping it, right? And so, for me, if a company like Play VS wants to come along, instead of inventing some other bullshit app that we don't need but actually take something that kids are already addicted to already spending a lot of time doing but giving them the opportunity to choose that as a skill set not necessarily a skill set like manual labor or whatever but in the same way you would choose basketball football rugby having that as a sport quote-unquote option first of all is more inclusive for people who aren't very athletic secondly it gives them options because that could lead to anything if they're playing at high school level that means in the future there's the opportunity to have things like scholarships based on you being really fucking good at video games that means that those kids parents don't have to figure out how they're going to send their kids to school to get them a good education because there's a scholarship for them playing Fortnite. that sounds crazy and stupid but it's amazing at the same time. It is. It is, it is. you know what I'm
1: amazing. But at the end of like, the in any other circumstance,
0: day, though, that 13- or 14-year-old kid, what other situation other than winning a Fortnite tournament would he have been able to get $3 million to take home to his family? In what other situation, realistically?
1: Criminal activity. No, but
0: exactly. Um, exactly. We've yeah, to, we
1: to, that, to that. Now you've just explained that. It, it was thought-provoking in the fact of what... <laughs> If You looked at it from an extreme viewpoint, yeah. So, what would you rather have the kids in school playing Fortnite and doing something they enjoy, or the kids that are out on the street corners every night they're going around stabbing each other at the moment, doing absolutely
0: nothing to occupy their time? From from
1: that point of view, they might be able
0: to provide for their families, they might be able to provide for their future kids yes it's stupid that it's with Fortnite but if that's where we are anyway why not that's why I stay mercy no
1: okay I can see that but at the same time like it's it, it's just, it, it's because it's a different. I think it's because I don't play the game in it
0: yeah. and I've never enjoyed what the game. What you're saying yet. is, you wish you could play the game so well that you could bring back three million. Yeah, and like, I'm if, if I'm You can't mean. do it. We fuck everyone else. can't fucking battle <laughs> up, <you know>? <laughs>
1: <laughs> This guy's talking about yes. virtual reality. Yeah? There's
0: a 30 year old man in battle rap. Listen, listen, talking about the Listen, to a private school, yeah, he's talking about gang shit. Ah, <laughs> <Well>, listen, listen. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to do. You know why I'm spiritual, um, Another shit. one
1: is the sports thing, yeah. It's a sport
0: <laughs> because you watch football
1: to see people who play football do things you can't do. So when these kids sit in the bedroom and watch these
0: kids playing computer games, they're watching to see things that they can't do. And when you oh, were a kid, okay, if, okay you, down, was, okay, if you was around, if you had older siblings or cousins, you weren't fucking playing every time anyway. You just <laughs> sat right there cross-legged, <laughs> watching <laughs> your dad you play games. Attention, is due. Incredible! That <I> was an <laughs> incredible. <asking them all laughs> incredible point Holy but that's a, that's a really good point about when people talk about kids watching other Holy kids shit. play uh, games yeah, nah, that is I, I'm, I'm 32 I very clearly remember as a kid sat there watching my older cousins play Tekken and I'm like when is it going to be my turn what well, is my
1: cousins saying you i just on the controller and just make him think he was playing
0: okay but you're a dickhead <laughs> anyway so well, let, no actually no we've following
1: on from Gringold's point and the points that you make yes that is thought provoking and you listen you don't
0: have to you don't have to fully agree that's, i don't, that's don't fully agree but i agree with certain it's points it's a great yeah. i thought it'd be a great thing to have in my cover no, no, because definitely. it is one of those kind of split opinions type mm. situations and there's a lot of variables to it as well but um listen thank you so much for doing no, this and no thank problem. you to gringo and nick for their inputs particularly gringo because he's fucking hilarious and yeah. Nick for just flirting as always <laughs> what the fuck, man? Nick, Nick being what a total to. flirt can for, for no reason people. I'm a favourite I want. You wanted to lick salt off my fingers mate I'm favourite time know, I'm to I'm
1: right. going to cinema <laughs> 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 I'm going to cinema I ain't watching none of this licking fingers With <laughs> all right. oh, really that being said shit. you She's want people a to follow there, you? Then, on anything yeah um, Yanif underscore raps on Snapchat Insta with two A's on Instagram and at on Twitter
0: nice well um, follow at Pod of Mercy if you don't already new episodes every other Wednesday thank you so much to Gringo and our kid for letting us use their space yeah get down
1: to the vape shop get, get down, your vape down to, and vape to the Arkid
0: vape and CBD shop as well brand she was about new to say that opened I say it, yeah. in Erlen I'm going to do that again because these guys are dickheads and won't shut up Follow at Pod of Mercy on Twitter and Instagram to find out about new episodes. We put new out every other Wednesday. Thank you so much to Gringo and Arkid for letting us use their space. Listen to Arkid podcast. Visit Arkid Vape and CBD store in Earlham, Manchester. And I'll catch you in a couple of weeks. Peace. Bye.